Welcome to a bonus episode of the Horizon Roundtable. I am Bob McDonald, and you can find me on Twitter at Bob McDonald. Joining me, of course, is my co-host Matt Dudek. Hey there. I feel like we need like a special like sounds when there's a bonus episode. Like there needs to be ringing bells. Like we just won. <laughs> what did we win though? <laughs> Matt, you can find That's what we Matt- won. Matt, you can find on Twitter, of course, at, at Horizon. Matt, you can follow the podcast on Twitter as well at Horizon RT. Um, we're joined, of course, by John Parker, our erstwhile John Parker, erstwhile yeah, poor, poor bastard. Poor bastard has to go through all of our preview. Uh, preview. He, you will actually hear him in a couple weeks on a regular episode, and and from what it sounds like, we're going to be um, getting really into the weeds during at the end of preview week. Um, so at JJ Parker 084, where's he's at? Um, John, are you in a submarine? He's in a submarine. No, I'm in my rabbit room. Oh, okay. <laughs> he went. He literally went down the rabbit hole. Nice. <laughs> All right. So I, I guess you, I, I guess it shouldn't be as any surprise as to why on God's green earth, after we just had an awesome interview with Blake Lavelle from from. The Blue uh, from Blue Ribbon. Be sure to catch. The, be sure to listen to that episode when you get a chance. Um, and we got so much other stuff that's coming on in the next few weeks. The Horizon League turns around and just plops some news in our lap. This was not a Friday news dump. That's for sure. This is definitely not a Friday. This news is a dump, Monday afternoon. Look what we did. Look what we yeah Monday afternoon in the broad daylight and holy crap it and it, it is something that I, I guess a lot of us really thought would be coming sooner or later we just it was just a matter of when um but john lacrone the commissioner of the horizon league is going to be as of january 1 2021 he is no longer going to be the commissioner of the horizon league but he's still going to be making a paycheck good on him uh yes he's going to be transitioning into the role of advisor to the commissioner um so I don't know what that entails. I'm sure it, you know, maybe president emeritus or I'm sure it's like some emeritus type position. It's um, got to be like when a when a big time college coach, you know, finally retires or steps down, they go into an advisor role where they're just kind of making some money to make sure everything continues and there's no big big you know big deals and just kind of moving moving on to that next phase. Good good for him maintaining the continuity of things that are that have happened so um so for those of you who are scoring at home um john lacrone has been uh the commissioner of the horizon league since 1992 and to date myself because i'm going to because i might as well Well, someone's got to date you john that's not what i meant oh oh, my bad my bad (laughs) <laughs> wow guys are terrible um yes yes um john lacrone started as the horizon league commissioner around the same time i started college <laughs> i graduated high school and he was still not the commissioner of the yeah um he had, yeah so that's how long ago this was from 19 in 1992 i was starting my freshman year in high school uh, freshman year in high school freshman year in college as john lacrone ascending to the ranks of commissioner um as i'm sure you guys have also noticed john lacrone is also uh the the primary reason that we have who we have in this league at this moment in time um 
because for you know I can't really get into too many of the weed get into I, without getting too many into the weeds of the dynamic of the Horizon League or what was called the Midwestern Collegiate Conference, the MCC. We were actually oh god oh yeah and by the way in 1992 Cleveland State was a part of the MidCon as was um, as was Milwaukee as was Green Bay as was Wright State as was UIC as was at one point in time Northern Illinois Oakland was still the pioneers and not Division One they were not this is true yeah Oakland wasn't even a Division One team when John Lacrone started we weren't even the Golden Grizzlies yet like that's there's a you whole branding in there. There's everything. Yes, and incidentally, here he is. So, so yes, in ninety two, so between ninety three and ninety four, there was a kind of mass exodus in what was the MCC at the time. So they didn't bring up a bunch of people into the MCC. This is where all six of the teams that I just mentioned came in. So starting in ninety four. You know, Cleveland, you know, all those teams came into the MCC at some point in time. Eventually, Northern Illinois, who ended up adding in adding uh, football, ended up joining the MAC at some point. So they ended up leaving. And so that's pretty basically a cycle within this conference has been a cycle within this conference during his tenure. There's been a lot of churn. <laughs> so because you see a lot you saw a lot of teams that were making their exits in, in their entrances and exits into the Horizon League at any given point in time, you at one point in time you had teams like Dayton and Xavier still in this te- still in this conference. Um, Notre Dame was actually a was actually a a member, but they were actually a member for everything except for basketball. They were still an independent in basketball at that point in time, so they were still they were for about a year, um, you know. Detroit is one of the literally the Detroit Mercies are literally the only holdover was is only the only team that has pretty much spanned his entire tenure. Even, you know, the, the teams that you, you know, the six teams I mentioned, they they were in two years later. So but you've had a lot of people coming in. You've had a lot of people coming out. So, you know, in during that point in time, we've seen Butler leave. We've seen Loyola leave. We've seen Valparaiso leave. Um is this the history lesson part of this episode where we, we pine for the good old days of, of what the Horizon League used to be and Butler and a two-bit league and all that good stuff? Is that this part? Hell no. Okay, just checking. I think I, yeah, because I'm, yeah, like I've ever been sad, you know, I'm only sad that, the only reason I'm ever sad that Butler left is because of the money. That's the only reason. <laughs> we were a better league with Butler and Valpo. Well, no shit. But that's not who we are as a league right now, guys. Let's, let's. Keep our eyes going forward here, not back. Well, we, we've we've kind of again, you bring up a good point. We've kind of transitioned into the kind of the that that mid major that mid major way station that the Atlantic Sun has been for years and years and years. Um, now, whether now that's not this is now again that's not to put that on John Lacrone, of course not. How's he gonna you know? But you know, but it is what it is. So, in addition to bringing uh, leaving. You know, in addition to those left, obviously, over the last 20 years, he brought in Youngstown State, which up until very recently, let's face it, up until, you know, until they hired, you know, Jared Calhoun, we were all kind of like, oh, no. <laughs> the, well, Jerry Slo- the Jerry Slocum years were very hard for all of us. 
I mean, hold on. And this is going to, you know, Bob already knows this is going to be my stance. I've made this stance on other things. Yeah, Yeah. Youngstown wasn't a very good basketball team on the men's side. But the other sports they play, they've been very good. No one still can touch their their, their, uh, track teams. You know, like. No. We we all get blindsided by basketball, and I get it. It's the. Well, I will the, say that I will say this: their women's basketball team up until very recently wasn't very good either. No, the, their women's basketball team being good is actually a, a recent development. But I'm pretty sure their swim. They had another or golf. They had another sport along with track. That's that's been pretty good consistently for a long time. Sure. And, it, and I think that's what we we forget when we you know when many of us talk about Lacrone and there, there's so much Lacrone hate within you know the Twitter sphere of of Horizon fans. But I mean. I think it all comes down to basketball for all for most of us, and I get that. And that's the whole. Th- and that's really. And, and honestly, what? that's the whole. I know it's it sucks, but it's true. But you I think know. I. And I mean, everyone's going. Oh well, Matt's the Oakland guy, and he only knows it since 2011. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm only looking at the past 10 years. Sorry, guys, 2011 was 10 years ago, and I mean, the league's been pretty consistent, and I think it does a really nice job. You know, the additions that he's done since 2011 with Oakland have been very good. No, Oakland wasn't a Butler replacement. We weren't supposed to be, but we played all no. the sports, played some of the sports better than you guys can imagine. Looking at you, swim team, and you know, like we you br- know what? I'm yeah, I'm uh, yes, I'm still. You stole our thunder. That's what you did. Damn we it. stole it, and we said you will never even think about thunder again. The word I thunder know. doesn't even exist. We we kills were so me good at every, it. We lost your team. That you know that kills me. By the way, that absolutely kills me. Ever since Oakland came in, Cleveland State hasn't had a sniff. I'm very depressed about that because up until Oakland showed up, Cleveland State was doing pretty damn good in swimming in the Horizon League. And then you guys showed up and you screwed up everything for us. I well, hope you're happy, and, and I, I mean, know you are. By the I way, am. I know and you are. You look at Northern Kentucky. That's been a great addition. They've Indeed. done they've done well both in basketball and other sports. They have great facilities. They're in a great place. It if opened up a new, in- new 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 uh, media for us. Like that's great. Now, if there's only one, if there's one, obviously, if there's one thing that I'm obvious in recent history that I'm going to have a kind of, I'm not really not, I was never really on board with is the, is the replace is the addition of IUPUI when they had added IUPUI. I, I thought, I always thought that, you know, if there was a summit league team that was going to transition after Valpo basically bailed on us at the last minute. If there was a team, I would have picked Fort Wayne, which, interestingly enough, they showed up. At, they showed up in the Horizon League anyway, um, because and just for the practical purposes, not and again going beyond basketball, for the practical purposes, IUPUI does not have a baseball team, and Fort Wayne does. Now that now, obviously, fast forward a couple years. You know they're in the league. All is all is forgiven, I guess. But I mean, as far as the you know, as far as IUPUI is concerned, I still think they're a work in progress. I really do. Uh, not necessarily on the women's basketball front. They have a damn good women's basketball team, as we well know. But the men's basketball team needs some work. Maybe. Depending on my, you know. John's trying to talk. I'm going to shut up and let him talk. No, no. Um, honestly, I'm kind of on board with Bob as far as you know, yes, the other sports are important. Um, I, I mean, anyone who has known me since I was in college knows I'm the guy who was, you know, jumping in the car with some of the other Milwaukee fans and driving out to watch Milwaukee's women's soccer team play Notre Dame. Um, but I, I kind of feel like even then, men's basketball can be the driving force behind that. 
because you get the money. Um, yeah. Northern Kentucky, when they moved up, their other sports, some of them were pretty decent. Nothing really popped as like, okay, that's definitely a team that's going to transition well to Division One, And they've transitioned pretty well to Division One. Um, their volleyball team was quite good. Their sure. basketball team was pretty solid. Uh, that to me, that is, I, I don't know, like being successful in men's basketball can drive success in other sports. I think it's more from I think it's more from an exposure standpoint than anything because you know we keep we keep bringing up women's basketball as in terms of the Horizon League and if you kind of look at the it's weird because if you look at the dynamic between the men's teams the men's programs and the women's programs it's kind of night and day because when you look at the men's programs it's like kind of a race to the middle with with the men's programs whereas in the in the women on the women's side it is it is a knockdown drag to the to fight to the top, and we're talking about a, we're talking about a an entire you know the entire sport within the Horizon League, the women's basketball, I'm referring to that constantly has to compete with a Green Bay team that is ranked in the top twenty five more often than not. Um, I mean, because you, you can't you can't in terms of women's basketball coaches, you can't top Kevin Borsef up in Green Bay. Although, if we're being honest, many in this, many in the conference have have, have been working on knocking them off, Wright State included. Well, so, who knocked them off last year? Um, wasn't it IUPUI or am I off? I I believe it was IUPUI and IUP again IUPUI. So that brings and, me back to maybe you know all the the, the crone vitriol that you'll see. Maybe some of us are just a little short sighted, and I think he's done a really good job. And I mean, yeah, it's it's been thirty years. It's probably time. But, but again, but again, in terms of, in terms of and and, but it's not fair to say. But it, the the driving force within the Horizon League is and always will be men's basketball. It sucks, but it's true. I, I mean, absolutely. It, but we have to remember when we when when you guys lost Butler, you were not going to be a two a two bid league anymore. It didn't no. matter who, who came in. So it's a, we're only a one bid bid league anyway. We're putting we're putting a team in, of course, because it's an auto bid. And the, you know, the, when's the last well, time a team other than Butler really excelled out of the Horizon League? Well, if we're being honest, I mean, you know, within the last twenty years, other than Butler, we, you know, aside from the years that Butler has been good. And it wasn't every year, by the way, in the last twenty years. Right. You know, you know they, Butler. You know, the Horizon League has has basically, and maybe it's because we, you know, in the late nineties, were subjective. Had works did experience a a kind of renaissance where we had multiple bids, where you know, where you could get. You, where you could get a Butler and a Detroit or a Butler and a UIC, you know, coming in and, you know, having, getting multiple bids. And the only time you ever see the multiple bids now, the only time you would, you saw multiple bids in this league in the last 20 years is when Butler didn't win the conference uh, conference, which was the case in 2009 when Cleveland state won, which was the case, I believe in, um, Oh crud! What year was I can't remember. What year was um, what year did Milwaukee go to the Sweet Sixteen or didn't go to the Sweet Sixteen? But they didn't win. Um, but yeah, but you see where that's going. Um, I guess I'm saying you know I I I've always been kind of the new one of the new guys you know as an Oakland fan and I I get 
you know, the, what Horizon League fans of old are looking for, but that's not really sure. who the league was. You know, water found its level. That This is our level right now, and I think Lacrone's done a really good job guiding them to where they needed to be. I know that the the Indiana, um, you know, well, first off, uh, Motor City Madness, a lot of people didn't love it because they didn't want to come to Michigan. Fine, but you know what? The league was getting money. No one else was going to give them money. And then, yes, the NCAA or the, the move to uh, Indianapolis made sense. It's right there where... You know, by the NCAA, it's where Horizon League is based out of. You know, yeah, IUPUI and is a factor in that, but it, it makes well, business. Well, was it really? I mean, if, yeah, you keep, we keep, I think we've talked about this a few times, this whole idea that IUPUI is going to have a home, will have home court advantage. They don't have fans. They didn't it even matter. make it last year. Put, put, you know, put the same thing. People whining about Michigan. Yeah, Oakland fans showed up, but guess what? Detroit Mercy didn't have a home court advantage. They don't have a home court advantage at, at, the, at Callahan. It doesn't matter. IUPUI doesn't have a home court advantage at Farmers either, you know? It made sense, did. though. What's ahead? Well, they never did. I mean, that's well, the whole point. But I guess what I'm saying is I think Lacron's done a nice job. I really think that he led this league well, and I think that I'm I'm personally excited for you to introduce and talk about who's coming next because I, I think that it makes good sense for the league. Now, now Matt, you know before before I do that, there, there's something I have to do. Um, yes, yes, oh, there is. As, as the, the resident. <laughs> As the resident old guy, you see, um, you see, uh, John Lacroix and I ha- had an interaction about, uh, oh, about uh, nineteen, about a little more, almost nineteen years ago. Um, for those of you scoring at home, I was an asshole for from about nineteen ninety eight to about two thousand three. Dear Horizon League, we he's grown up a lot. Please don't hold this against us going forward. Oh, Love please. <laughs> Wow. Okay. So, um, so yeah, um, this is, and I, oh, come on. I, um, and so during that point in time between 2001 and 2003, um, your, your dear friend, Bob over here decided it would be an outstanding idea to try to get, uh, get Rolly Massimino fired from Cleveland state that worked out really well. So he created his own website to do so. Um, it, uh, needless to say, the, the Horizon League caught wind of this specific. Now, now you would think that, you know, now normally I would think that, nah, you know, maybe an intermediary would may, maybe say something. And, you know, I understood that, you know, that might be something. No, turns out John LaCrone himself actually emailed me. I have been waiting nearly, I've been waiting nearly 20 years for this. And I'll tell you right now. I'll be perfectly honest. I deserved every word of this. <laughs> I deserved every word of this. So, so this was dated on when this is dated December 12th, 2011, by the way, um, to the creator of fireoli.com. I want to let you know that I think your website is a disgrace. You could spend your time supporting Cleveland state, their coaching staff, their students, athletes, but instead, but instead, Hold on a second. You choose to criticize and tear drown. You should be ashamed. To those of us in collegiate athlete athletics, spend too far much time. Those of us in intercollegiate athletics spend far too much time dealing with folks like you who clearly neither understand nor appreciate our enterprise. And to be fair, I really didn't. Although I cannot control or ask you to control the content of your site, I can demand that you disassociate your site with our league site. See, at the time, I actually had links to the Horizon League at that point in time. Um, the link to our official site is to be removed immediately. I have discussed the matter with our in-house counsel and will turn over the matter 
over to her if you fail to comply, which, of course, I did, because, you know, this is, by the way, the closest I've ever gotten. This is the closest I've ever gotten to getting sued by the Horizon League, which is an accomplishment because I've done way worse than that. <laughs> and that was the Oh, and, and sorry, um, John LeCron, commissioner. So, yes. That was I've it. seen it. He he's not lying. He he showed me a picture of it. I've seen the screenshot. It exists. Congratulations. <laughs> you pissed off John Lacrone. I but that was did. a long time ago. That's it okay. was yeah. Um that was yeah, that was I, I guess I should apologize, but you know, it was so long ago, man. I mean There's gotta be like a statute of limitations on that now. It's fine. I mean, come on, man. It's two thousand I mean it's two thousand one, man. I mean, geez. Come on, the world is the world forgave Limp Biscuit for existing. So you know, come on, forgive me. <laughs> I think you're good. I think I'm good. I think yeah. I mean, you know, the, come on. Yes, I was even so that that's proof positive that I was even worse into worse in my twenties than I am now. So you you've grown up. Congratulations. That's maturing is part of the process. Eh, I don't know about that, but you know, I'm not. Am I gonna? Am I ever planning to do something stupid like that again? No, probably oh, not. Good. I mean. At the time, I didn't think it was stupid. I don't... Anyway. <laughs> so, so that was... So what's up now? Now what so, happens? So, now that I got that out of the way, and I've been dying to do that forever, I don't know why. I just... Like, why are you bringing this up? This is like... People weren't... People... There are people listening to this right now who weren't even born yet. Or they were in, like, kindergarten. Couldn't give a rat's ass. I mean, I was alive. I still don't give a rat's ass. Does that kind of... I know you don't. <laughs> So okay, let, let's talk about stuff that matters. Um, we now, so as of January one, we do have a new. We're going to have a new commissioner. Um, her name is Julie Rolash. I got that right. And by the way, um, for those of you who are scoring at home, um, I th- I'd like to thank Justin Kinner um, for actually having th- having her on his podcast, the Reach the Horizon podcast, because otherwise I would have butchered that name and I would have felt terrible for a long time. <laughs> So she has been so so the new commissioner. She has been at the she has been with the Horizon League since I believe 2014, and prior to that, she spent the last 15 the 15 years before that with the NCAA. That's a good place to be. Well, it makes sense because if you think about it for a second, um, she because you know the NCAA is literally like down the street from the Horizon League. Well, actually, even funnier, the Horizon, the NCA offices are also down the street from IUPUI. I just think they should be careful because I'm pretty sure that uh, athletic director Vowels over that Detroit Mercy also came from NCAA, and that's still not working out very well. So, no, I thought he went. He came from like Texas Southern. No, he was an NCAA guy. I'm pretty, was he now? Anyway, it doesn't matter. I really just want to take a shot at Detroit Mercy. That's what I do. <laughs> Oh, and you thought I was bad. Okay. Um, so yeah, she's so yeah. So, um, and by the way, um, speaking of uh, speaking, because if you go back to the Reach to the Horizon uh, podcast, the second episode, Justin Kinner had her on, and her and prior and before she got the role, she's been the deputy commissioner since 2014, and her primary deal has been men's basketball. So. You want to talk about the importance of men basketball? There you go. Um, and obviously, you know, she, the one thing she did, the one thing they did talk about is kind of the whole thing with scheduling um, within the Horizon League. So that, that was under her sphere of influence. And presumably that will be 
this time around, which we're really crossing our fingers. We get a schedule soon, um, considering we have Charles Pipkins, the D1 docket coming up next episode. <laughs> we need to talk about something. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so she's been in charge of that, and she's also the one who orchestrated the the move from from Detroit, the move of the tournament from Detroit to uh, Farmers Coliseum in Indianapolis. A solid so, move again. I mean, just I mean, again, but. It, it makes sense. It, it you know, it, it it is actually it's logical. Yeah. You know, to promote for to promote from within, which is which you know. We had a guy who's been there since the beginning of time. You know, you, you know, we have to think that he's he's known this move has been coming for a while. Um, so it it makes sense. He didn't that, wake up today and make that decision. I guarantee it. No, absolutely not. This has been this has been a long time coming. I'm sure. Yep. Um, which is you know it you know which. So it makes so from a planning standpoint that yeah and again we you know there's there's like a couple months lead time so there there can be a, a transition to to new leadership which is good because presumably you know Lash and her office are probably you know her folks are probably still working on the basketball schedule that's a priority obviously she she's gonna take over essentially as the con- as the basketball conference it's really at Horizon League starts. You know, beginning of the year, it's kind of when everything's kick, kicking off with, you know, Fall League being pushed back and everything. I mean, that's... Well, considering there's probably going to, you know, there, it's looking likely that it's going to be a 20, that it's going to be a 20 game schedule. We may see, we may see the start of the Horizon League schedule beforehand. Maybe, yeah, before, true, but it'll be then. close. But by that point in time, I mean, you know, but it's all academic at this point. And right. I think it's it makes the the move makes sense. It does make sense. You have somebody who knows the Horizon League has been in the Horizon League for 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 a sustained amount of time. knows the knows the primary the the main selling you know sport within the Horizon League, which is men's basketball. So it's only logical that you know somebody like that is is stepping into this role. And I think it is it is it can only it can only help that this transition is happening now. She I seems mean, ex- it's probably crazy that it's happening now, all things considered, but, you know, she seems extremely knowledgeable. She's proven herself. She's been, you know, with the horizon league with NCAA and she's a female. And uh, from what I can tell, she's joining the ranks of like 12 or 13 other NCAA division one female commissioners. So, you know what? I think that's great. I think that's, you know, not, that's not why they would do something like this, but you know, that's, that's a great bonus to this. Exactly. So that, yeah. So there. I mean, you, you see, from what, from my standpoint, I see nothing but upside. Every everybody, you know, Horizon League fans and John can talk more about this. Like Horizon League fans have wanted Lacrone to go. I don't necessarily agree, as we've talked about here, but nonetheless, he he's decided it's his time. He probably deserved the chance to to go out on his terms, and uh, it's it's his time. I didn't think that's the case right now. I do. Yeah, I mean, I'm good. I'm cool. Well, I mean, I mean, I mean, all things again, and all things considered, it probably it, this is probably the best time to do it because if you would have, let's be realistic, there, you know, with everything that happened in the off season from the the abrupt end of the season to the point where they brought Robert Morris in, the, the timing of if he'd have 
if the, that decision had, if that announcement had been made during that time, that would have been just adding chaos where it didn't belong. This is a much this just this time frame of doing this is a the and by the way again kind of a a very a very sustain you know a very enough time enough lead time where there there can be a sufficient transition so the timing couldn't be any better at this point in time the, the league is incredibly stable like you said adding robert morris getting into 12 with fort wayne coming in you know and that wasn't and by the way again stable. he's been saying for years he's wanted 12 te- teams in this league again he can and, he can rest easy knowing that he has set the league up for success and it's time he's probably tired you know i can't imagine being a commissioner is it's easy you know, dealing with everything they have to deal with, especially this time, you know, especially right now. So, you know what? It's and time. dealing with us, more to the point. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're, we don't even exist to these guys, and no, nor should we. We're just, you know, talking heads. But but nonetheless, is... yeah, he's he's leaving the league at 12 teams, 12 solid teams. I can't imagine anybody leaving anytime soon unless Wright no. State loses Division One athletics. Like, I, I think I think it's a good place to go. I, you know, it's it, it makes sense. It's logical. Yeah, exactly. So that's uh, I, I think bottom line is that is you know that's where we're at right now. So so here is here is to you know we'll we'll just be counting down the days until we we get to the new era. And again, for as much as for for as much of a discussion as we, not necessarily you and I, but myself and others have had about uh, about you know John Lacrone over the last God knows how many years, you know he has been by and large. He has been up to this point the longest, one of the longest serving commissioners, conference commissioners in the NCAA period. And, you know, that's not really nothing to sneeze at. So, no, I mean, again, I, I all said and done, I, I, for since Oakland entered the conference, I've heard about the Lacrone calls for his head and all that. I think he's done a great job. I'm happy that with where the, the league is at as a whole, looking at the entire big picture and, I have no reason to doubt that things aren't headed in the right direction and will continue to with, with this change. So, all right. So yeah, I guess we could, we'll, we'll leave on a positive note then. I don't you have anything else. Read the yet. Time. Would that make you like, no, make you I, I, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. By the way, I, I had to, I actually had to search for that because, um, yeah, it, it, yeah, that was a, that was a technological thing that I can't believe I found. It's insane. I'm, just, I'm insane. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> I mean, isn't like the next next step that we we need to talk to John Lacroix? Try to get uh, our new wonderful commissioner. That man is never coming on this show. He will be like, "What is no?" He will, he will, he will, he will definitely turn that in. I, I have the utmost confidence he would turn down that invitation. I'm just throwing that Dan, out there. Dan Glatt and the rest of the uh, Horizon League team, if if you're listening to the, the end of this, I would love to have com- form, soon to be former commissioner John Lacroix come on and talk to us. I bet you we could have a wonderful discussion about where this league has been and where it's headed. And um, I I would welcome that conversation. I think we should make it happen. And the first question I'm going to have if that ever happens is, am I being punked? <laughs> no, no. I think I think that's where we're at. Or um, uh, maybe maybe uh, I, I want to make sure I say her last name correct. Uh, Lash. Ro- Lash. Ro- yes. Ro- Ro- Lash. Rolash, Rolash. But but I don't want to put it again. Maybe uh, she would welcome um, coming on and you know starting starting on the right foot with with us as well. You know, I'd love to hear her, her thoughts as she steps into that role as well. So, you know, we can make them both happen. We can have them on at the same time. 
We could we could do like a three hour podcast if we needed to. Whatever's got to happen, let's let's do it. I don't I don't think I have the strength for that. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready. I'm I'll go solo. I got this. Good for you. I think uh, you might have to. I don't think I have the strength for on that. On Twitch, just for you. Uh, all right. So this is gonna close out the this is gonna close out the bonus episode. Tune in again. Tune in next week. D1 Docket Charles Pimpkins on next week. Um, apparently, week after John is gonna be with us. Uh, talking about our preview week, which apparently is going to be a marathon, may last two mess. episodes. Just a it's gonna, mess. It's How about three be, episodes. <laughs> maybe, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a lot. It's gonna be involved. Clear your schedule that Sunday. Uh, it's gonna be involved. Well, you know what? And that's benefit of the fact that we have so many people that are contributing to this that we have enough to talk about in that regard. Um, so anyway. Anyway, be sure. Yeah. Anyway, just um, you know, horizonroundtable.com. That's where we're at. You know, be sh- again. Be sure to subscribe to us wherever podcasts are found, and of course, you can find us on your Amazon or Google devices. And again, we'll we'll you know this does it for this ep- this bonus episode. And bonus. thank you all for listening. Bonus. Thank you for listening. <laughs>